Okay, listen up. You're now locked into the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. DJ Bugsy is bringing back the essence of hip hop. Hear the voices from the artists, the DJs, and the movers and shakers that keep the culture alive. Most importantly, they keeping it the hip hop. Hey, DJ Bugsy, you ready? <laughs> and now to our regular scheduled program. Greetings, greetings. This is DJ Bugsy. Welcome to Duel for Hip Hop Podcast. I'm so excited to be back on the show. I got a young lady that I reached out to all because of a hashtag, Philly Media. I would like to welcome Alexis from Intimate Lady Blog, the author of Intimate Lady Blog, to the podcast. Welcome. Hello, hello, hello. I'm so happy to be here today. Listen, so hashtags really help people. Oh, for sure. For sure, for sure. <laughs> because I don't really believe, I mean, I'm not saying it's not possible, but I don't know if I would have found you if I didn't go under Philly Media. I'm like, like no, who I is the popping? all the time. Like, I, I, everything right. that I need, like people that I'm trying to connect with, networking mm-hmm. opportunities, all that, I'm right. always looking for somebody under hashtags. Oh, always. so you, oh, really? Yes, yeah, so, to get my nails done, to get my hair done. Uh, places right. to go, things to try, things right. to do, uh, people to meet, events, all yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So I want to start off, you know, with the mass shootings. Um, rest in peace to the victims and everybody that was affected by El Paso, Texas, mm-hmm. and Dayton, Ohio. Um, and also rest in peace to Toni Morrison, an iconic author in our generation, and she will be greatly missed. Mm-hmm. What, what, what is... Sometimes, look, I get these thoughts, these conspiracy theories in my mind every time a mass shooting happens. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I feel like it's government constructed. Absolutely. What's your thoughts on that? I mean, here's the thing. I mean, we can't be politically correct here, but in a way kind of got to try to be. Like when I think about um, just the gun industry and I think about the types of people that commit these types of crimes, like Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, the uh, consequences that they receive versus those that we receive, black people receive for very small, minimal crimes is outrageous like at this point i was reading something the other day that said that he still hasn't even been like charged. convicted or charged um he just chilling out here i mean i don't think he has bail but he just chilling and right. i i think about people that i know on the street every single day that i just seen yesterday they booked for the smallest amounts of weed the smallest amounts of anything anything carrying a gun when we even when we think about Meek Mill, like we talking about this man been on probation for whatever for ten plus years, yes, um, over something that he did when he was nineteen years old, and this man went and shot, uh, he killed twenty two people, and uh, I don't remember the number that was injured, but I do know that the number of people that died has grown to thirty, I believe, because the people that were injured, some of them did pass away. Um, that's crazy. At the it end of the is. day, I feel like it has to be um, orchestrated. Uh, somebody has to be doing something because they also said in doing a research that he um, was going on like a forum mm-hmm. and like talking to people about doing it like months prior to this happening. So he's been planning this for some time. Um, so people knew oh, about man. it happening and at no point did the person who runs the forum or the people in the forum feel like they needed to do anything about it or say anything about it. Right. Nah, like, it's something going on. Some, there's people out here that's absolutely plotting against us. And I absolutely feel like, at the end of the day, the government mm. does have something to do with that, even when we think about who our president is. He don't want to see us win. No, not absolutely at all. Not. And I seen, kept seeing this post about, like, basically, the white man can be the psychotic one, mm-hmm. can kill all these people, mm-hmm. and just get arrested and be like this. 
but we can be in our cars as black African Americans mm-hmm. in America, and we can get shot just by reaching for something. Yeah, it's like mm, that. What's crazy is that just last week, right? I um, I was speeding, but at the end of the day, whatever. <laughs> I was in the wrong. I was in the wrong. Yo. You was in the wrong. I was speeding. So you heavy and, foot. No, don't don't do me like that. <laughs> I was speeding. I got uh-huh. pulled over. Okay. Um, I was in Jersey. Right. And uh, he pulls up or whatever. He comes along the side of the car. He asks me for my license and registration. I get it to him. Okay. And he goes back to his car. Mm-hmm. So I'm just sitting there. Right. And my hands down. I'm chilling. Mm-hmm. I leave my phone out. Mm-hmm. And he walked back to the car. And my hands were in my lap, but like not tucked, just sitting there. And he yelled at me. Let me see your hands. He screamed right. at me and like had his hand on his gun and everything ready to pull out on me because my hands was down and he couldn't see my fingertips. What? <sighs> Y'all are ready to do anything at any moment. You can't tell me that you was afraid of me. I was alone. Right. It was the middle of the day. Right. You could have seen. You saw everything that was going on. Exactly. It's all these people around. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. They ready at any moment's notice right. to let anything happen. They looking for a reason to lock us up. Yeah, that's a fact. All right, well, speaking of, you know, let's kind of, like, move on to mm-hmm. some of the new music that came out, you know, since the last podcast has episode. And so, Drake dropped Care Package. Mm-hmm. And I think that more artists should start this trend because I would love to hear a Care Package from, let's say, a Jay-Z. Mm-hmm. You know, those mm-hmm. B-sides that mm-hmm. never really yeah. kind of, like, came out on those albums or they might have been on a mixtape. I just feel like that is super dope, and I feel like it should be streamed. I also feel like... The mixtapes that I used to bang and I used to love, like we were just talking about. Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad we get into this. We going right into these mixtapes. Oh my god, we going right into this. So you know, I used to bang. I used to be called actually on social media, Mr. Mixtape Two One Five, and I used okay. to bring out and sell my own mixtapes. I dropped okay. the Best of Wayne. I did a Miami versus Philly when Meek Mill still had the braids. Okay. And so I just love the mixtape game. I just felt like mixtapes should now be on Spotify, Google Play, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. where we can stream them. Mm-hmm. Like that piff is cool, but y'all at, bro, <laughs> y'all at be on some shit. I be getting a network error all the fucking time, and I'm not with that shit. And speaking of that piff, I'm really, I'm really pissed at y'all because y'all made a top 25 list based on streaming and downloads, but y'all didn't make a top 25 list based on what is the hottest mixtape that ever did it. Mm-hmm. So, my cousin Tim Tim DM me. He was like, you see this list, cuz? You see this list? And I'm like, yes. They had Meek Mill at number fucking one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hell fucking no. Like, Meek Mill, they had Meek Mill at number one. And I'm just like, no. Like, no. Meek Mill, uh-uh. I'm sorry. Meek Mill was definitely not number one uh, mixtape of all time. I think that Lil Wayne, I think if you want to talk about mixtapes, I think Lil Wayne, Dedication 1 and 2, is probably the best mixtapes <laughs> that ever came out, period. And I also want to say Gangsta Grills is probably the best mixtape series ever, but I think people be forgetting about DJ Clue. Like, DJ Clue had Summer, Summertime Part 1 and 2, and even Fabulous had Summertime Shootout, so it's just like, that's, you gotta look at that, and then you also, don't let me get in my cassette bag, because then I can bring up Ron G, Kid Capri, Doo-Wop, so if you want to get into mixtape culture let's do it and let's not forget about who kid let's not forget about who kid let's not forget about 50 cent and the run he had and dipset dipset got so many mixtapes they can make like 10 more albums like that's how many mixtapes that dipset so i just was in my bag like i was just like yo this shit is not cool so here's my fucking rant pay attention none of these lists is accurate bro none of these top 50s top r&b's top 
Nothing is accurate, bro. Meek Mill don't got the best mixtape of all time. Hell fucking no. I'm not buying it. He might be at the top 10, but top forever and ever? No. Hell no. What about all the dedications that Wayne dropped? What about no ceilings? I think Wayne probably got the best mixtape that ever did it. And let's not forget about Jeezy. I don't see Jeezy up there. I don't see the, the street dream. I am the street dream. I don't see Can Ban the Snowman, Trap or Die. I mean, Rick Ross even got uh, fucking mixtapes that fucking, that kill shit. Like, what the hell? And J. Cole should be in the top 10, too. Like, yo, these, there's too much meat mill in there. And they're not enough fabulous. I see fabulous once. What the hell was going on? Hell no. This is not accurate, bro. No. <laughs> what about and what about Jada Kiss? The champ is here. Come on now, the Carter, the the, the mixtape that fucking Jay Z dropped with the with the sneakers. Like like no. What about the best of Beanie, the Broad Street Bully? What about Major Figures first mixtape? Like no, Meek Mill don't got the best mixtape ever. He don't even got the best mixtape of Philly, let alone overall across the world. So hell no, I'm not I'm not buying it. Dream Chaser is not better than Broad Street Bully, and Dream Chaser is definitely not better than the first Major Figures mixtape. Hell no, it just ain't, I don't give a damn what you say and what you do, it ain't. I even like some of the flamers that's equal to the Dream Chasers, so no, where does the flamers at? Like, no, if we talking best mixtapes all the time, hell no, because fucking Rick Ross, Rich Forever killed fucking uh, the, the Dream Chasers, like, no, uh-uh, I ain't with that shit, um, cousin, uh-uh. <laughs> so I had to, I had to, I had to, I had to, I had to do it, cause it's just like, <laughs> like these people with I these see, lists. I see, you was real passionate about that. Yo, I had to, <laughs> like, listen, come on, like I used to, I used to be on mixunit.com and shout out to Clinton Sparks. I used to be on mixunit.com when that mixtape dropped. That shit was coming to my crib. Like I was really into mixtapes. Like mm -hmm. I was heavy into it. And so when I when I when I talk about why I think something is a reason why I'm saying what I'm saying. I'm not just saying it oh cuz you got 4 million downloads or you got 4 million streams. That makes you the great. No motherfucker. <laughs> no. It just don't. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I got on mixtapes but I just don't like it. I just feel like, too, people be making these lists for you to have a reaction. Oh, they really want you to clickbait mm -hmm. their shit mm -hmm. so they can get those fucking views. Y'all not slick. Y'all trying to play checkers, but nigga, <laughs> I'm playing chess. I know why y'all doing this shit. I already know it. And, and fucking Ebro and all y'all niggas at Hot 97, y'all had the nerve to make a top 50 list without DMX and Scarface. That's blasphemy. And another thing, Andre 3000, I understand y'all love him, but I don't think he should be in a top 50 list because he was part of a group. Because if that's the case, then we got to throw Lauren Hill. She was part of the group. Like, we got to separate groups from solo artists. Andre 3K was never a solo artist. He never dropped a solo project. So technically speaking, he should not be in a top 50 MC list because all these other people... People were him. solo he artists. His, his veins popping out. <laughs> like <laughs> seriously, like it doesn't make sense. Like we got it. We, we need to do the top fifty. Um, not R and B, but that's another list that got to be made about R and B. But I'm saying hip hop wise, we got to do a group list because and duo because Mob Deep and all these other people was part of that list. But I'm getting tired of people making these lists and adding certain people that shouldn't be there or not adding people that should be like Wale. Wale was 48, 49, 50 Cent, 48, 49. Styles P. What the hell is going on? Like how the fuck did they get in the 40 club? Because I can tell you right now, while they can rap half of it better than half of that list, melodically, sonically, across the fucking board. Get that man his flowers now. I'm tired of y'all doing Wale like this. This shit is absurd. Absurd. Like, seriously.
Now, look, that's enough of the rants. Okay. I want to get to another serious note that happened in hip hop. Young, young Miami from City Girls, her car was shot up. I'm like, damn, she's pregnant. Like, this is where we're at. Like, really, we, we shooting at pregnant women. Like, like, no, like, this shit is sickening. Like, I don't, I don't understand the gun culture. I don't understand hip-hop. I, I know a lot of people is jealous of her, and I know there's some stuff going on with beef with Kodak Black and I think her baby father, something like mm-hmm. that. But it's just like, damn, really, though? Yeah, I think that uh, not only in culturally, just culturally, I think that there is no longer any rules. Like, I feel like when I was growing up, and even in generations prior to, because I do have these conversations with my parents, like, mm-hmm. It, it's rules to this, like right, cold. Yeah, like children and women, we ain't doing it. Like this, this we not doing nothing to them. We not, we don't bother them. We stay out the way. We make sure they away at all times when Absolutely. things are happening. I feel like nowadays that's not the thing. These kids, these women, they getting shot and killed just like these men. I um. Mm-hmm. I feel like just in the past month, like it's been like three or four girls that I know from like going out to bars and stuff that have been killed. Like bartender bartenders. Why why? Getting shot and killed like grown men. And I I just I can't understand what is happening that you would ever be so angry to a woman to want to kill. I don't her. understand. I don't. And then you got passion of crime. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you I mean, cause I, I mean for me personally. I don't I look I'm look I don't I can't predict the future but I just don't see me personally me I'm speaking for myself mm-hmm. that I would be so hurt by a girl mm-hmm. that I would want to go to her place or where she worked or her home mm-hmm. and shoot her. I don't got that like that's not in my DNA. Mm-hmm. Like I like it's like it's too many women beautiful women out here, too many people that you can be dating or you yeah. can be with for you to want to go all the way there. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but I definitely think that there needs to be a shift because I feel like at this point how do we become better? Like some a conversation that I always have with people is about how like white people, how white people always excelling and they I'm like, people white people don't function the way we do. Exactly. They don't. They don't. If if we could get it together and right. let go of some of our pride, some of our egos, um, mm-hmm. decide to make better decisions, we as a people could do so much better. Like right. I <laughs> the craziness about black people is that we low key are the influence of all other cultures, most cultures. Everything that we do, they want to be like us so bad. If we could just get that part together where we taking care of each other, we working together, there is no hate and there is no ego. E- ego. It's you, my brother, you, my sister. We helping right. each other out. So there is so much better and so much good that we could do. And I think that it would really shift things because not only are we doing that for ourselves, but we are breaking some of those generational co- co- uh, curses mm-hmm. and we are putting those positive things on our children. Because right. at the end of the day, whether or not we, we teach these things to our children, we teach them by who we are. Right. So what I say, my actions, you might not feel like it's a direct influence on your kid, but it is. Just because you're telling them, oh, well, don't do what I do. At the end of the day, they're going to do what you do because that's all they see. Exactly. You are the model. So right. what kind of model are you being? Right. How do how do we change the future if we don't change ourselves first? That's a fact. Well, speaking of Miami, and I want to get into Rick Ross mm-hmm. now. He dropped a new project, Port mm-hmm. of Miami, too. And I, and I really, really like it. And I really like Ross. I think Ross, he's so descriptive mm-hmm. in when he tells mm-hmm. his raps. And I also like the fact that he brought up his seizures and his personal mm-hmm. things that's mm-hmm. going on in his life. And he never really did that on previous projects. 
Now, one song that really stood out for me was the one that he did with Nipsey and Tiana Taylor. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, yes, Nipsey. Like, to hear Nipsey still, like, because you know those old verses, or those verses that didn't, that you didn't hear yet, he recorded them before he died. It's like, yes, we got an opportunity to still hear his greatness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What did you think of the project? Um, so I like I told you, I kind of mm. didn't give it a hard, hard listen. I did give a chance to run it through a good yeah. time. But, you know, I like to listen to albums a few times before I get to hear everything, feel everything, right. uh, especially when they're um, very lyrical albums. Mm-hmm. I think that what I liked about this one, and I'm not a huge Ross fan, is that I feel like there was a, a little something for everything. Um, yeah. So it's something for you to be with your niggas. It's something for you to listen to with your girl. Sure. It's something to listen to in a club. It's something to listen to to get you pumped on your way to work. It's something to motivate you. It's a it's a little something for everything. Um, and I also like that I didn't need to skip a song. Like I yeah. listened to the whole thing through. through. I didn't have to skip. And yeah. at no point that I was I like, man, this shit is redundant, or I'm tired of hearing this, or this but I'm not really feeling the flows. The, yeah, like I never felt like that at a point in time, which is why I'm like, nah, I really need to sit down. Like I feel like this is a joint, and I need to sit down listen to i don't feel like that a lot of times especially not about Ross because i'm not a Ross fan um but i definitely feel like um his storytelling his all of that like the details that he gives mm. i'm telling you i love me a good detail because it's relatable yeah. so you you riding around with your friends and you hearing him talking that i'm like oh this is my life i'm, I'm feeling this shit like <laughs> yeah exactly. exactly um i definitely felt like it was a good joint. i do yeah it's dope all right so we're gonna get into one of the songs of the project check yeah. it out Music. The big boss Rick Ross. Right now you rocking with the hottest DJ in the game. Let's go. I told her that she can't fuck me like I'm a king no more. I told her she gotta make love to me like I'm an emperor. Her emperor. Man, I done got money everywhere, nigga, but particularly that turnpike south. It's been a, a blessing to a young nigga like Renzel. Indictment on the way, got Seda on the case When you get your first kilo, it should be on your face Nigga moving like the mob, hundred thousand francs Dry land when you wanna be out on the lake Determined to be one of the fortunate men Bitches come from everywhere once the hustling commence I see you praying, testifying, forgotten with time Bottom line, your car should get shot up like it was mine 20 ground, but the voodoo let no harm be allowed My voodoo, they all know the spirits when I be aroused Made it to style and started with a nickel rock who thought a project nigga get to get a yacht? Two million dollars cash in the Range Rover. Over like a airport, let's get the plane loaded. I put it on the turnpike. Gold rim, wood wheel, blue bills, duck in the termites. I'ma let one of my bad bitches tell you how much paper I got. Baby, what we living like? 20 houses. What else? 50 cars. Yeah. <laughs> what I make you feel like? Priceless, baby. Oh. Uh, you live for me? Every day. You'll die for me? Right now. Oh. <laughs> Double MG. Turnpike, real earner, Ted Turner. Yes, sir. Ricky Rose, huh? Miami, man. Miami <laughs> the shit, yo. I don't give a damn. How many times you go there? Collins have always popping, ocean drive, all these motherfucking popping, wet with it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, Not this voice. <laughs> you gotta go, yo. I mean, I've been so many times, so it's kind of like I it's been there and done it. But every time I go, I always have a great time. You know, it's crazy. Never been to Miami before. Never. And I guess it's because got, I felt like it was so much like hype around it, especially now. Right. Mm-mm. Like I know. Do you so have plans of going? Eventually. I don't know. 
What you mean? Uh, I just never mm-hmm. like Close felt it. like I needed to go. Um, and I feel like now, like it's a popular thing. Like people my age, it's real popular for them to go. They but here every you. weekend, right? Kicking it, right? I just never felt like. So where do you want to go besides Miami? Like it's a destination that you do want to. Like I gotta go there. Like a domestic place or like something it international. Could be, it could be out the country. It don't gotta be passport material. It gotta be. I really want to go to Bali real bad. Okay. Yeah. Like I'm a, some other. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You got to have your chicken right for that. Yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah. You yeah, yeah. beans. I'm uh, an experienced person. So to me, I like to um, mm-hmm. do things that I know that I probably wouldn't do again. So what you going to drink when you go to Bali? I don't know because I'd be scared to drink. <laughs> <laughs> what you going to be scared? What you mean? I don't know because, listen, all these oh. people that be dying in the news going away. But that's no. only in DR, no, though. No, st- it don't matter. It don't matter. But so it don't matter. That makes me so afraid that I'm gonna go somewhere. People, these people gonna kidnap me. Cause one of the things that I really want to do is travel alone. Really? So, uh, yeah. Why? It's just. Are you a loner? Yeah. I am too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had. I definitely have like my circle of people that I like to be with, but I prefer to do everything by myself. Absolutely. I feel like you. You really learn yourself that way. Facts. Self awareness, but. Mm-hmm. But. Mm. <laughs> do you feel like? <laughs> Do you feel like you can have a great time when it's just you? Yeah. Because you're adventurous and you just kind of like doing what you want instead of seeing people's faces when you say you want to do this, but they want to do that. That's exactly how I feel. I like my own company, and I like knowing that if I want to do something, it's not no, oh, girl, I'm tired from this flight. Can we just nip until such and such time? Then we, no, ma'am, we're here. Right. We're doing all these things. Right. I already know what I want to do. Yeah. I already planned it. Like, I'm trying to go and do. Do the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to travel so bad by myself. I actually mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. was just last year I was supposed to go to Thailand. Oh wow! Um, on like a women's retreat, okay. but it's all people that are coming along. So like we would be together when we get yeah. there. We would be, but that would be the first time we met each other okay. and different people from all over the country. Okay, um, supposed to be meeting all in the same place, but I ended up not being able to go and had to cancel at the last minute because it was too close to the school year. And oh, that is messed up. Some plans. So you can't reschedule. Do they do it every year? Yeah, they do. So they you do it every plan year. on. Or not? This summer, I did. it's a summer trip. So this okay. summer, I, you know, I had a lot going on, so I wasn't really trying to do that. But it's definitely oh, something yeah, that I recommend on. to people because there are so many, like, trip companies. On, <laughs> there are so many, like, trip companies that organize trips for, like, people that want to go alone. Mm. That's something I'm interested in doing. You wouldn't do that? Yeah, I, yeah, Thailand, yes, three, yes, oh, by myself, <laughs> yes, because I, I told you through the text mm-hmm. what I be eating. You mm-hmm. seen, you oh seen my the gosh. like pho, you know, sushi. <laughs> I'm not your I'm average black this man, man. What we gonna eat? He only gives me two options. No, sir, <laughs> give me something else. What else should be eating? <laughs> <laughs> What else do you eat? Yeah. Um, listen, all right. So I eat. I'm gonna tell you what else I eat. You funny as shit. <laughs> so I eat. I like Spanish food. Okay, all because right. I'm half Puerto Rican. <laughs> <laughs> like no, nigga, you, your, your fucking menu sucks. No. <laughs> I ain't fucking with you, Bugsy. Your menu. No, I'm a I savage. I'm gonna tell you straight up <laughs> what it is. Your fucking menu sucks, bro. So no. yeah, I like that. I love soul food, of course. Mm-hmm. But I that's feel not like, the options you gave me. 
I would have been like, oh, all right, we could do a little soul food situation. I mean, today I had to worry, but yeah, yeah. prior to, yeah. Right. What? Yeah, I fucked up. I gave you the wrong menu. Greens, I gave like, you the wrong fucking menu. I gave you pho and sushi. And oh, you she, thought I was bougie bougie. <laughs> Got it. Okay. Yo, but the way you was moving in the video, <laughs> <laughs> you gave off that like, like, uh, like, nigga, uh, like, like, you can't get too close because you know. <laughs> Yo, that shit crazy. But listen, moving on. So um, I want to talk about Lori Harvey. Mm-hmm. Now, Lori Harvey is out here living her best life. For sure. Because like you go from Trey Songs, you messed with Diddy Bop's son. Mm-hmm. You told Kim Porter that Kim Porter, she's a mother. Nigga. Mm-hmm. Now Kim Porter dead. <laughs> and you with Diddy Bop. Motherfucking Diddy Bop. Yes. God damn. And you up there in France with, with your pop and her like. <laughs> Diddy Bop, y'all four just sitting chilling. I'm like, really, Steve Harvey, you co-signed this relationship? Yeah. Well, why wouldn't he? When you think about who his wife is, Marjorie Harvey. Oh, she got the game down on lock. Okay, she done. What she do? She married uh two drug dealers that was cousins. So she married one. She was dealing with him. Yeah, he went he to jail. Yo, got with his cousin. <laughs> Marjorie Harvey, she married one drug dealer, drug dealer. Boom. He got booked. Chuck. Get with his cousin, another drug dealer. Oh, that ain't work out for her too well. Chalk him. Then she said, you know what? Let me go get with big money, big Steve out here. He got the bitcoins, you know, he all over TV. He got on the radio. You know, he just got a whole bunch of little stuff going on. Let me get with Steve. You know, let's let's make this. I'm gonna upgrade him a little bit because if you remember. Steve was out here looking bad in them suits that made him look like he came from Augusta, okay? Marjorie came around. <laughs> she got that man out here, Gucci down, his, these hats, these man bags. I'm telling you, he is the flyest thing out, all yeah. right? I'm telling you, what you, you thought that Lori wasn't learning nothing along the way? She learned a lot She from got her the mom. game. She did. She that, got damn, the I game. I didn't even think of it like that. You broke it down in a way <laughs> Damn, mother and daughter, they <laughs> they out here gold digging for real. Like, I mean, you know, women like the best things, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that's not me. You uh, know, okay, I she's smiling, but she was, you know, she like, no, that's I'm not cool. me. That's but not you know, Mm-mm. let's talk about men and women insecurities. Okay. Now, I'm very territorial. Okay. If I'm in a relationship with someone, and she tells me I'm super friendly with my ex, mm-hmm. my Antenna going, because I feel like, (laughs) because like you have soul ties with this man and I understand Mm -hmm. you're with me. Oh, you one of them soul ties. Okay. (laughs) Yo, why, why did she say (laughs) that's a label? Like what the hell? So I just feel like when you have soul ties with somebody, that shit can lead to shit. Mm -hmm. And I understand it. If you're a strong person and you have discipline and you really love who you with, it's not. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, sometimes you can be vulnerable, especially mm-hmm. if your current situation is fucked up mm-hmm. and shit mm-hmm. is not right. Whether mm-hmm. it be money-wise, he don't treat me like a queen that I yeah. am. You treated me like this, but Bugsy treat me like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You you kept me fly. Bugsy keep me half fly. You know what? So that 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 right there, that that's what makes me be like... No, what if, what if, like, you feel me? But I, now, women, women don't 
women got insecurities, but y'all shit is hitting. It's like we can't figure that shit out. It's there, but it's not really there. There, I think a men's joint come out more, mm-hmm. and women shit is more in. What you think? I don't know, cause I think I'm a little different. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I think I'm a little different. Like I'm a, I'm gonna give you an example. Boom. Okay. This happens. This is a, a real experience that happened to me. Boom. Okay. So I uh had a boyfriend at okay. the time, right. and uh we, it was like a weekend or something. We decided we going out, whatever, yeah. whatever. He go out with his friends. I go out with mine. Boom, boom, boom. Right. I get a text from some old word, old old word. Oh, well, word. I got a text from a friend of mine from old word. Old word. Yeah. So when you now. <laughs> Because a lot of people don't know slang. When you okay, say old my work, old work, uh, somebody that I used to talk to, but it wasn't like nothing serious. Like somebody I used to talk to some time ago. Okay. Uh, he tells my friend, I bought a section for everybody, but we all cool. Like, you know, we got all these mutual friends. I bought a section. Come out. We having right. a good time. Mm-hmm. So I go, I'm like, all right, cool. My boyfriend goes out. I said, yeah. you know what? I'm trying to slide. I, I'm trying to have a good time tonight. Fuck it. We out. Slide. I was so sorry. Oh, my God. Pull up to the section. Who in there? My boyfriend. What the fuck? Yes. It was a setup. That's what I thought. But, you know, they told me that it wasn't dead. But that's what I thought. Apparently, you know, he ain't. I asked, like, do you know him? Right. And he like, no. I invited my, the boy I used to talk to, invited all these people. And was like, you know, I don't know everybody in here. I told everybody they could bring their friends. So, apparently, Mm -hmm. my boyfriend, his friend knew him. His my boyfriend, his friend knew, and you didn't know they knew each other. No, and I'm whole time my boyfriend mad though, mad, mad, mad. That you that you came, yeah. So y'all mad didn't speak at the shit. section in the section. So when I walk in the section, I sat down next to the person that invited me was the bull. Right. We talking like, hey, how you doing? Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm looking around to people, shake people hands and talk right. to people, whatever. Yeah. And I when I looked around, I see my boyfriend over there. And I'm like, oh, you know him. <laughs> and he like, yeah, no, I don't. But right. that's your boyfriend. You probably should get up and walk over there. This don't might get awkward. I said, okay, cool. I get up. I go around. And I um, mm-hmm. I said, I'm trying to talk to him. He yeah. like, I ain't trying to hear nothing you talking about. Like, at all. But you understood that, right? Yeah. Oh, I understand. Okay. I understand. I understand you feeling away. We, we And we in public. And there's all these other men around. And mm-hmm. I, I get it. I get it. I feel right. all that. Okay. But I'm kind of like. Yeah, in the same that. token, I you ain't giving me no time to tell you what's up. It's all these. It's not like I'm just me and him, John. Like right. it's all these people in here. It's mm-hmm. girls and boys in here. We right. all having a good time. Right. He wasn't fucking with it. He told me, "No, I ain't fucking with it." It's all these men out here. Mm-hmm. No, we shouldn't have been out here. That's chalk. You should be at home. Why? You out? <laughs> why? You came out. <laughs> so why I couldn't come out and have a good time? You know, we all just. So he insecure. For sure. Is well, that that's just my personal up? opinion. Is that why y'all you you chalked him? Because that's your line for cutting. <laughs> Chalk no, line he chalked me. He, he chalked, chalked you over that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. He was mad. But what happened after that? Did the bull with that got the session get at you right? Because he knew you got chalked. We in there. He like, um, you cool? I'm like, I, I said I'm about to go because I'm not about to cause a scene. They ain't, right. they ain't really my vibe. Right. I'm about to go. He's like, why you about to go? Right. He mad. He like, you know, let me go over there and talk to him and explain like this is not the situation. Yeah. No, please don't do that to me. <laughs> please don't do that to me. Right. He goes anyway. Oh, bro, I don't know what y'all got going on, whatever, whatever. But this ain't that. Like, right. 
we just cool and like that's my homie. Like I ain't right. well, me and her ain't doing that. Yeah. My boyfriend not trying to hear none of that. He was like, No, I'm good. So do you think he had do you think his reason was valid to cut you? To a certain extent. To a certain extent. I think that I definitely understand, you know, you being upset. You number one, you didn't know what was going on. Right. Um, I you didn't mm-hmm. I you seen me with somebody else. Right. Um, there's other men around, so you ego, ego, ego. Men operate off ego. You out here with your niggas, and you see your girl walk mm-hmm. up, and she goes sit next to somebody else. Right. Boom, boom, boom. I feel all that. I just mm-hmm. think that, uh, you know, we should have had some time to talk mm-hmm. about. I mean, which we did, like, later on down the line, but, like, right. we, he should have, I feel like he should have addressed it a little bit differently. Like, I feel like we should have had a conversation. He should have pulled me to the side and said, you know, what's up? What's going on? Da, da, da. There was no conversation in there. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, we do shut down. I can <laughs> like what? We do how do down. we how do we move forward if you always in shutdown mode? Soon as that ego get a little touched, <laughs> what? Touched. <laughs> I feel like it's more than touched. I feel like it's stamped on with your foot. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she said touch like it just went. Yeah, with a yeah. No, no, no. So all right, so look, let's get into the battle of the sexes mm-hmm. now. Alexis came up with some dope ass topics, and I'm just like, damn, like really though, like this shit about to get crazy, cause what? it's not going to get crazy, crazy, but it's some shit on here. It's like, <laughs> listen, like look. <laughs> so, the difference in men and women approach to relationships. Mm-hmm. What you think is different, and I'll tell you what I think. I think that um, men like to date when they have all their shit together. Like they like to be serious. When they got all this shit together, whereas women, mm-hmm. we be like, no, I'm gonna fuck with you while you in the trenches, cause we gonna build together. That's gonna make us closer, and we gonna be together and all that little <laughs> jazzy stuff. Right. Men be like, nah, like I date you, I <laughs> right. talk to you, whatever. Right. But in terms of like serious, like you want me to be faithful, faithful, right. like not just the seventy five percent faithful, like the hundred percent faithful. Right. You want me to um, be committed to you, and right. not just in being faithful, but in terms of like our long term goals and like working towards things. You want me to do all that, and I don't got my shit together. No, nah, I'm cool. Like I feel like I know too many men that mm-hmm. meet women that they really genuinely like, and they let them go. Because they like, nah, I don't want to waste your time. I should not together. All the things that you expecting of me, Yo, I can't do that. Yo, that is so true. <laughs> Yo, oh my God. Yo, that's some real... I know too many men like that. <laughs> Yo. Yo, I'm about to tell you some shit. Listen, that shit is true. Look, I agree with that. And I do that. That's why I know it's true. Like... Like, I don't want to be in a relationship. Like, if I feel like my shit not together, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying that the women I date are bougie, mm-hmm. but I feel like women have a certain standard of men. Mm-hmm. And if you don't meet that standard, and you feel like that woman has a high standard, you don't want to disappoint them. And I don't want to feel like a flea or a nut bull. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then I feel like, too, early in the beginning, you competing with other bulls. Because I know for me, I got options when I start dating. Okay. I don't just got one bra. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I got women on Dizzle. Mm-hmm. So so it's just like, for me, you know, for me to make that final decision to say you the one, I need time. 
You on probation. Like, because I, I got to see where you going to take this shit. Because a lot of women play games. Another thing I don't like about early dating is this tech shit. Like, all this KKK, okay. Like, no, no, no KK. No. It's cool with the good mornings and, and all that good night shit. But in the middle, the midst of our day, you're not going to text me all day. Like, what's up with y'all? Like, y'all communication sucks in the beginning. A lot of y'all just want to text. I'm not with that. He out here I trying feel, to put us on blame. I feel like, stop texting me, because I feel like what you doing so heavy that you just got to be in your fucking hand motions all the time. And you got to get your muscles straight in your hands, you know, because you want to text and your muscles and your fucking joints is bubbling because you always want to text me. You know, that, say that for your girlfriend. Say that for your girlfriend. Because I ain't, I ain't the text guy. And I feel like text messaging is the number one form of miscommunication, mm-hmm. especially in when you're trying to, in the early stages and you're trying to build a foundation to be in a relationship. I feel like I got mixed feelings about that because I do feel like it is very easy for things to get misconstrued through text. Mm-hmm. But what I will say about me is that I'm a better texter than I am on the phone. You because are? I feel like, yeah, because I you feel like. Don't seem like you are. <laughs> don't be trying to put me on plans. No, <laughs> no, but you don't seem like you are because you, you, you I mean, you're a damn teacher for God's sake. You're, I know, your but number I feel one like priority is communicating to students. Texting is better because you get the time to think about what you want to say before you say it. So a lot of times in a moment, I might not use the right choice of words or I might not have mm. the right tone because I'm upset or whatever it is. And right. that automatically gets you upset versus texting because I know you can't feel my emotion. Right. I have better time to word it how I need to, explain it how I need to. Of course, you meet them niggas that be like, you sent me a whole paragraph and I'm not reading that shit because no. Yeah, I don't read novels. Not unless you pouring your feelings out to me. Like, if I did something wrong and you wrote a novel like Bugsy, you fucked up, bro. You did me dirty. Oh, that's the like... only way you're going to read it. If you went it wrong, because you want to hear from me. So now at this point, you, you are going to read my shit because you wrong. But what if I was wrong? And I text you like, damn, Bugsy. Da-da-da-da-da. Oh, no, I'm... that that too. That too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, his face, y'all. No, yeah. he's yeah. lying. That too. That he too. is lying that through too. his teeth. But no, but no. But I'm serious. Like, <laughs> <laughs> But sometimes that should be too long. And I'll be like, when someone send me a novel, I'd rather call you mm-hmm. so you can really express to me how you feel. Uh-uh. I get on that phone. I'd be like, uh, 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 I, I, I think I feel... <laughs> Oh, you be fucking up. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be fucking up with the with the real comments. Yeah, yeah. Really? The text is so much better. Text is so much better. What about early on, though? You can't really get... I mean, early, early on, I like to have some phone conversations, but like... Once a week? No, no. We could do like a once a day join, but oh, like... Oh, all right. But like not a, long. Only like 10 minutes? No, it you're depends. a busy person. <laughs> That's true. It depends on, how, like, if I'm feeling you or not. And most of the time, honestly, mm-hmm. for me, because I am busy, in the car is the best time to talk to me. Like, that's if I'm if I'm on my way to work or coming home from work, it's the best time to talk to me. And, and I'll actually talk to you because I'm driving. So right. I can't so do nothing else. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once okay. I get, like, once I get to my, lo- my designation, destination, not designation, destination. Right. Nah, I can't talk to you. Because you're at work. Yeah. But what if you going to the mall? Y'all don't go to the mall. You shop online. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! I forgot we in a new era. <laughs> I'm too old school, man. Yeah, no, nah, uh, uh-uh. because I feel like even when I come home from work, mm-hmm. I'm still busy. Right. I'm still like working on what, stuff. What making cooking dinner? No, well sometimes, 
How often do you cook? Right now. You order out a lot. Uber Eats? Yeah, but that's because <laughs> I'm in a relationship. So, like, oh, okay. his his schedule, my schedule, like, it just mm, don't. It don't. Yeah, it don't mix right. So, I be feeling like if I cook, yeah. I will be wasting food because he don't eat leftovers. So, mm. mm-hmm, yeah, he, he bougie, bougie. Yeah, he bougie, bougie. He don't eat leftovers. So, if I cook I and he Damn. don't eat, then we got all this food for no reason. Yo. I ain't want to waste groceries. I'll fuck leftovers up. <laughs> especially pizza. No, me too. Especially pizza. It ain't and no microwave in the house. That's the best time to eat leftovers. It's no microwave in the house because he do not eat leftovers. No microwave? No. But what no. about you? You eat it? Mm-mm. So you you retrained yourself to not eat because of him? Yeah, I mean, I, if we got leftovers, I'll take it to work because it's a microwave at work. But like... At home, you know? No. Mm-mm. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> All right, yeah. so do you prefer a fiery love or a lukewarm love? What about you? I ask you, and then I'll tell you what I think about that. I need a fiery love. Why? Because I feel like um, what I what is has been scientifically proven is that essentially, love is not enough. Love is not what keeps people together. When we think about divorce rates, okay, uh, when we so. think about um, mm-hmm. just People talking about their marriage and what helped them to last is never just love. Never, never, never. It's always trust. It's always communication. It's always comfortability. Um, It's always reliability. It's things like that. So to me, I feel like once you get into that lukewarm love stage, Mm -hmm. some of those things start to not be that important to you. And it gets a little dry. Like I think think about this all the time. Like I know so many people um, that have been married for... 40, 50 years. Like, I know people that have been married. Like, I've had those type of influences my entire life. Okay. Mm-mm. They ain't stayed together because they was in love. Right. They stayed together because of some dry shit. They, they ain't <laughs> want to meet nobody else. They ain't feel like getting out there. Right. I feel like fiery love, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, even when it fizzles a little bit, it's yeah. still some fire there. Yeah. Lukewarm, that shit. <laughs> it never Rise burned up. Yeah, like it never burned up. Like I, yeah. I mean, I feel like fiery can be different levels of fiery. I feel I feel right. like when people think of fiery love, they think of something that's extremely heightened and unpredictable and all that. Yeah, that's cool, right. and it it can be there sometimes. But I also think about fire being mm-hmm. it burns at different levels. Sometimes fiery don't mean it's burning the whole bitch down. Sometimes it means it's just a little fizzle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would prefer that because if we're talking longevity, I want to be able to be at those different phases with somebody. Whereas yeah. lukewarm, I feel like we always going to be stagnant. We always just going to be comfortable. It's always going to be consistent and predictable. Nah, I don't want that. I want something exciting. Make <laughs> me feel something, nigga. You know? <laughs> Yo, make me feel something. Like <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Yo, she wild. She For real. So, what do you prefer? Fiery. Okay. Because... Listen, because first of all, I'm a Gemini, and my trend has been mm-hmm. that I fall off the face of the earth with relationships after four years. Mm-hmm. I never went past the four-year mark in no relationship. Why? I, oh. It's just, look, I'm not going to get into it. It's too much to get into. First of all, it, 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 that's a whole separate podcast. It's called, it'll be called DJ Bugsy, four years, and he goes away. Oh, my God. I never went past four years because it just been 
certain situations that caused me to either it didn't I didn't want to be with them no more. I'm a very adventurous man. Mm-hmm. I like fieriness, exoticness, mm-hmm. switch it upness, hairstyle, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know. <laughs> didn't see the coming head, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Spontaneous head, mm-hmm. you know, cook it up. Throw it in the air, slice it the fuck up. <laughs> Cook it up. Put it against the wall. Like, do something. Like, this shit, I get bored easy. Okay. And then, I think social media fucked up the game. I feel mm-hmm. like you got to you gotta delete your app when you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Because if your TL is all these banging ass bodies and women, mm-hmm. then what the fuck? And if your woman not showcasing her exoticness and she's not... Stimulating your eye and your vision, cause men are visual. So mm-hmm. if you don't, if you don't make me draw me in, like yeah, baby, yeah, you're good, you're good, good girl, yeah, I like it how you do it like that, girl, yeah, baby, hi. If you don't do that type of shit, then what the fuck? Where are we going with it? We ain't going nowhere but to a dead end. And each year, you got to reinvent yourself. Just like rappers reinvent themselves. You can't keep rapping about the same shit you rapped about when you were 16. Mm-hmm. You might not even can't keep the same name. Look a look, little look, 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 Bow Wow. This nigga Shay Moss now. I'm like, freaking it. <laughs> like, like, what the fuck? Like, so for me, fiery. Yeah, you got to be fiery. And you got to talk shit sometimes. Don't, don't always be, you had a nice day, baby. I got something on the grill for you, baby. <laughs> Damn. Like, say, like, do something else. Like, the same fucking corn. Put some extra <laughs> butter on that shit. Like, I need something more, yo. I just do. Yo, <laughs> not, the, not the same corn. Like, what? Give me some Mexican corn. Something. Oh, my God. So, that's that's it. Like, with that, definitely. You gotta, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta be fiery. You got to. Now, this is a good topic. Can men and women be platonic friends? Now let me let me look. I gotta get into this. This, mm-hmm. is, this is a good one. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so, yes, they can, but there mm-hmm. is a but, and it's a capital B U T. Now I'm gonna keep it all the way. Bing bing. Like if <laughs> I'm gonna be, <laughs> I can't be platonic friends with someone that's super, like. It's like this one right here. I'm cracking. <laughs> like no, no, hell no. I cannot be. <laughs> what? So she got to be ugly, is what you're no, saying? No, she don't got to be ugly. But damn, like tone, dumb it down, something. What? Like I'm not good at. Listen, I'm not going to come at you. Like I'm not going to disrespect you. But I might think about like. Damn. So you can I'm only a, be I'm platonic a, friends with a woman that is ugly. Or a woman that tones it down when she no, around you. Listen, I'm gonna still be your friend, but all I'm saying is in my mind, I'm like, damn, she look good as hell. And I'm not gonna tell you because I don't want you to get uncomfortable with me. All I'm saying is I got thoughts in my mm-hmm. mind, but I'm not gonna act on it because I don't wanna lose your friendship. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, ah, ah. And then, you know, if you do, I'm gonna let you know about your dude. Like if you got a dude, I'm gonna tell you straight up, your your dude, he fucking up. Like mm-hmm. he he gotta get his shit together. But I'm some niggas try to be sneaky. Like some niggas try to bad talk your dude and say he do this, he do that, X, Y, and Z, so you can fall out of that and then fall on their life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I ain't shicey like that. I'ma salute you, Queen. Like be what you do. But just know I'm gonna give you that good sound advice to let you know, like, he ain't the one, sis. He ain't the fucking one. Mm-hmm. What about you? Um, yeah, it's hard. I think that Even no, I think that I think that it's possible. I think that it, 
it re- it requires a certain level of discipline and dedication that people aren't willing to put in. Exactly. I think that boundaries are extremely important. Like, I I know people that have successful platonic relationships and they have brought their significant others into the relationships and their significant others has built relationships with the, that person, all of that. I know people like that and right. they've been very successful. However, I think that too often men come in with the hidden agendas or even girls. Like, what's crazy is that I feel like girls are getting so bold these days. The shoot your shot era is at an all-time high right now. Because of DM. Oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. I I know too many people, again, that <laughs> get cool with people and they cool with them for a little bit. And then, you know, the opportunity presents itself and then you write at the person. Nah, like I feel like it's possible. Mm-hmm. It is. But then I also feel like you got to establish those boundaries. Like, especially if you're in a relationship. Like, it's cool. It it works mm-hmm. when you're single. But if you get in a relationship and you have to question whether or not you could still be friends with this person because you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. then that means it's not a good platonic relationship. Right. Because at the end of the day, if they're your friend, they're going to be your friend regardless. But if you are in a relationship and you're like, damn, now I, I feel like I'm going to have to tell him that he can't call me past such and such time because my boyfriend going to get mad. Why was he doing that anyway? That wasn't your platonic friend. Like right. you, you really gotta <laughs> ask yourself some serious questions about your relationship with a person to decide yeah. whether or not it really is a platonic relationship. Like truly, yeah, I agree with that totally. But you understand what my plight is about the platonic because y'all not visual. That's why you can't relate. Nah, you know, nah, women we, don't. <laughs> we are certainly very visual. I can identify a fine man. Oh, absolutely, but. You know, at the end of the day, I'm not a person that I'm not just I'm not a shoot your shot kind of person. So most mm-hmm. of the time, I can I can acknowledge that I think you cute, you fine, you handsome, whatever, and not act on it, not right. tell you nothing, and be fine. Men not like that. Yeah, that's what y'all I y'all gotta be vocal about it. And I'm yeah, nah, <laughs> no, 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 no. But I see the dilemma. I see the dilemma. Some women are bold. They will DM you and let you know. Oh, <laughs> my friends ask me all the time, like, sis, I'm really, uh, I see this boy, such, send me the page. Like, damn, mm-hmm. is he cute? You know, da, 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 I should probably come at him. Oh, I tell them to shoot their shot all the time. Oh, I'm supporter right. from the background. I won't do it. Right. But I'm going to for sure tell you to shoot your shot. Go ahead. I might even tell you some cool shit to say. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, she got. She said, "I got some shit." <laughs> For real, like, what? Yeah, you can't well, just be hopping in anybody DM, DM saying any old thing, you know? That's true. You know, you got. You I know. remember I went in the DM, and you know, I went in without a parachute <laughs> because she laughed. I mean, she laughed at me. I mean, I, it's, but I, but she did say, I'm not saying she wasn't going to get at me, but she did say, like, you know, you know, we can, we can link. We never link, but. You didn't have to text that. Like, that's mm-hmm. another thing, too, women do. And I, I want women to stop doing this. Like, I want y'all to stop putting on this false narrative or, you know, acting like, yeah, I'm interested when you know damn well you busy mm-hmm. with, like, three other niggas. But you trying to add me to the fourth, fourth, fourth nigga and want that. Because if them three niggas don't work out, you got Busby at that number four. Why you got to have a roster? <laughs> Yo, you, you learned a lot you from gotta your You got to have five. a roster. You learned a lot from your step five. What? <laughs> That's not from your mom. You got it. What? How, your mom? Like The women in my life have always told me they have a roster. Always. What? <laughs> always. The women in, my, women in my life have always told me that it's really important to date. 
you always supposed to date, date. You can date as many people you want. Right. That does not necessarily mean that you're having sex with all these people. Right. You might just be going out on dates. Yeah. This person might make you laugh. So you kick it with them, you have a good time. Mm-hmm. Y'all might go to comedy clubs or some shit. Right. This person, y'all might have a, um, a common interest or a common hobby. So y'all go running or the fucking yoga or some shit like that. Everybody is, is <laughs> for real. Everybody is for something different. Absolutely, I feel like right. that's the only, again self awareness is key. Yeah. And not only do you learn a lot about yourself by being alone, but you also learn a lot about yourself and what you like and what you require, and getting that self worth together by yeah. dating different right. types of people. How do you know what kind of person you want to end up with if you don't know anything about men, haven't experienced anything? That's the only way you learn anything from personal and that's experience, how you honestly. Because you had a roster, you had a starting five. At a point in time, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had Curry at the line? Yeah. Yeah, I would have loved to see you when your hey bag. And then I had to... I know, I had to let the roster go. I had to let the roster go. So, yeah, I'm glad you said that. (laughs) Because I want to know... Because women don't do shit like that. They just leave you and don't say shit. Like, I feel like a text or something is... Oh, a text? Damn, you don't do the text. Like, I'm good on you, bro. Like, I got a relationship. Keep it 100. Block your shit. We don't need to have a conversation. And you know what's crazy? Instant killer that'll drop them by themselves. You don't got to do shit. Post a picture of you and your boyfriend on social media. First, it'll start with like little Insta stories like his hand or you or the back of his neck or some shit. Y'all walking together. Y'all holding hands. Not even his face at first. Then you got to slowly do it. Start adding a little bit more every time. A little bit more. You're good at that. I can tell. (laughs) And then you get to like the full like face joints. But all on a story though. Because then you can see who watched it. And you know like, oh, you're starting five. Is watching it. They seeing it. Yo, you got this shit. Then. You got to do it like that because I feel like that's mm-hmm. that's the easiest way to ensure that all these niggas know what's going on. And you might, most of the time, you don't get a DM because they feel in a way and they don't want to feel like a sucker. So they're not going to reach out to you and say, damn, you got a boyfriend on me. I mean, yeah, occasionally you get those cases where they do. I'm DMing. <laughs> <laughs> you, like, not, that story is not stopping my, my hand from hitting it. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I mean, occasionally you do. And occasionally you get those bold people. Like, even when I got in a relationship, right. I'm doing my, my strategy. So how long have you been in a relationship? Not that long. We've only been together for like six months. Not okay. nothing crazy. Yeah. Um, but when you got it, what yeah. was your first post? My first post? <laughs> I love it, the first post. Uh, I think it was him rubbing my feet. Oh shit! You yeah. had your feet online. Yeah. Oh, you must have got some pretty. Oh, I'm you do. quick. I see you. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah, you, you, yeah, yeah. it was him rubbing my feet. Now, boyfriend, if you hear this, <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm just being, you know, just letting you know your woman has pretty feet. I, 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 I don't, you know, I don't, I don't be stepping on. Toes. It's 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 chilling, babe. It's chilling. Yeah. First oh, he's gonna hear he my feet. He's gonna hear this. Um, probably. He at work right now, so. Uh, but this is going to drop tomorrow. Yeah, so he yeah, might I know, go on Spotify and type in. I'm hoping that he's going to be at work and he's going to be like, oh, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, he's going to. No, because if he hear this, it's going to be shit about you that he didn't know, right? No. no? That's, so that's. The starting five, you know about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I. Oh, shit. So that's that? kind of the reason why I feel like this relationship is a little bit different from any other relationship I've ever been in because we have a level of honesty that's like. To the ceiling with it, like any situation that happens or um, something that pop up. And he told you about his starting five. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
I, I guess I feel like I never want to be in a situation where I'm caught off guard and mm-hmm. I and he feels the same way. So it's kind of like, just right. tell me everything. Yeah. What you think about privacy and phones and passcodes? That led me to that question. Cause I think that uh, you should be able to have that because why not? That's your personal joint. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you should need it. I think but that do you think it should be a time where y'all at the market and you say, can I see your phone? Why not? Why not? But I, I also I feel like, but I also feel like that's just because of my that's my personal experience. He don't he'll give me his phone. It'll be in my bag if we any, anywhere. But that's also because we never know we're like alone most of the time. Like mm-hmm. when he not at work, we always together. Right. So most of the time, the most important people that's gonna call, yeah, they gonna call either one of us. They can get us either way. So right. it don't so matter. Y'all have mutual friends. Yeah, yeah. So y'all double scoop like Hawking Dodge and all that. Double scoop. Ice cream, do y'all do double dates with your... No. You don't like that? Because you think the girl going to like him. No, That's I... <laughs> no. That's the insecurity shit? Oh. No, I would like to do that. Like, I definitely think that that would be something dope to do. Um, However, that has not happened for us just yet. But I also feel like we don't have any, like, couple friends. Like, mm. most of the people that we know... I mean, Are we single. got a few people that we know that are in relationships, but not nothing. Couple? I know some married couples, but nobody that I would double date with. Because I also feel like, no, for real, this thing, oh, I'm telling you all my business. No, you're not. Nobody that I would double date with because I feel like they're in different places. I know, I was about to put all the business out. Like, nah, I feel like they're in different spaces in their lives. Like, Mm. while we're in a relationship, I definitely think that we're still on the, we like to have a good time. Like, we the fun people. Like we and they born, yeah. Like him, yep, me and yep. him together is like that's my partner. Like right to do anything, go yeah. out, whatever. We having a good time. So you don't go out with your girlfriends like that no more because you so engrossed into him. Uh, yeah. I don't know if Committed. I would say that. I do, but I'm not a go out person anyway, so it's homebody. rare. Yeah, and he's a homebody. Yeah, for the so most part. So it works out, right? So we probably go out. So to me, when yeah. it's we together most of the time. I mean, we might choose to do it like a separate join, Come but on, Siri. <laughs> not time for your shit. We You're might choose to podcast. do a separate join, but like, right. oh, wow. I think it could go either way. He encourages me to go out with my girlfriends if that's what you asking. He ain't out here like stay in the crib. <laughs> no, <laughs> you ain't having that anyway. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. You already know. Cause you're a cancer, him. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you the crab. Watch out for the bite. But you know what's crazy? He a Gemini. Gemini, that two sides. Hold on, when his birthday? That two sides. When his birthday though? June fifteenth. What? 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 That's crazy. My birthday June eleventh. Really? Yeah. So you, yeah, Gemini's we the best. So I appreciate you. Getting with a Gemini. What? The it's best. the most stressful thing I did in my life. While it's fun, she, it's always a good time. Shit. When she get home, she gonna give you a kiss, bro. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fun. Definitely fun. But a lot of stressful. personality. Right, but it's the moments we like. This big. Yeah, yeah. Like who? Who you gonna be right now? Which Which one are you right now? <laughs> like you got a whole fucking costume. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. Halloween, three sixty five. Mm-hmm. All right, so listen, before we go, and, and listen, I, I I need you to get this. Now, mm-hmm. 
down. Look, before we go off this podcast, I just want to preference my comments to let everybody understand that I really love Snoop Dogg. I really do. And I think Snoop Dogg has done a lot for the culture. But I got into an interesting comment conversation on Twitter with Glasses Malone about Snoop Dogg. And I don't think Snoop Dogg is an icon. I don't think Snoop Dogg is an icon. I do think he's a legend. But the reason why I can't give him icon status because he hasn't done iconic shit to me. Now, in 93, when Doggy Style dropped, it was over. He was the top of the world, okay? But then when Tupac got to death row and Dre left, where was Snoop? He went to No Limit. And y'all know it was a 10-year span for Snoop to the next time he got hot when Pharrell dropped, pulled him out the mud and did drop it like it's hot in 04. So from 9-3 to 04, where the hell was Snoop? He was on the milk cart. He was missing. Let's keep it a bean. So I can't give him icon because when I think of icons, I think of Dr. Dre. I think of Jay-Z. I think of Ice Cube. Okay, I think of Prince, Michael Jackson. That's icon. It's a different status. Like he, he, and even to this day, currently, he dropped the gospel album. I get it, but he's cooking with Martha. He's doing game shows, and I'm not knocking his hustle, and he has businesses. But as far as icon, bro, you hasn't transcended like other hip hop icons. You haven't, and regular icons, you just haven't done it. So I can't give it to you. That's my thoughts on Snoop. You are not an icon, bro. You are a legend. And this is Do It For Hip Hop Podcast. Peace. Keep it hip hop.